When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, guess who's coming to the Steve Austin Show? Oh, the Stone Cold. I love Andy. And I can't wait. Actually, this is Bruce Pritchard, a.k.a. Brother Love, and I'm going to be on the Steve Austin Show. Can't wait, because I love Stone Cold Cold. This episode of the Ask Women podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the Internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 150,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature. For a free audiobook of your choice and a 30-day trial, go to audiblepodcast.com slash podcast one. The following program is a podcast1.com production. Podcast1.com presents the Ask Women podcast, uh-huh. a place where two female comics and a professional wing girl get together to dissect the female mind. You don't know how I feel. And explain it to men in terms they can actually understand. Booze. Now, here's the lovely ladies of Ask Women. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Ask Women podcast. Um, I am uh, Kristen Carney, one of your co-hosts, of course, here with Marnie Kinris, a Hi. relationship expert and um, best-selling author, and of course, the comedic actress and writer, Haley White. Hola. And then we have a surprise, or actually, it's Dun. more of like a, a, a bad news. <laughs> Mo is back. Yay! Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. The voice of man is back. The voice, the of, voice man. of man. No, Nathaniel has been the voice of man. He's been stepping in for you. He's been doing a pretty good it's, job. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's the voice of nice man. Exactly. We need the reformed douchebag, and there was none other but Mo. And yeah. and uh, I love how we've been using the term reformed douchebag because yeah. I don't think I think you're still a douchebag. Oh uh, yeah, no, but, but you, I don't you think there's any you hide it better though. Now. I'm a classy douchebag. That's you know I'm a right. I'm a douche, douchebag in a suit, so it looks all right. Right. Most are, most guys in suits are douchebags. Yeah, most of them are in suits. <laughs> but I got a big heart too, though. So it's like I'm a walking contradiction. So right. it looks like as you've been gone, you've just been shining your head. <laughs> no, you do look really shiny, but in I a good am. way. Like you're glowing. I've been I've been traveling the world on foot, banging as many women as possible, <laughs> and bringing Fitting back the knowledge. In. Oh, good. I'm glad you're ready to share. I love it. God. I love it. We're so happy to have you back. Mm-hmm. I love you, girls. I miss you. We missed you. We missed you. Just hear the disingenuousness in my voice. I'm like smiling so much my cheeks hurt. (laughs) It's really cheesy. Well, um, in addition to Mo, of course, we have a guest as well today who's Kim Seltzer, a dating uh, dating coach. Yeah, for for women. For women. Well, for men and for women. She, I'm going to speak because she's, you know, a a friend of mine. Um, She is a dating coach. She is a first impression coach as well. So she helps people with their style and um, how to make a great first impression. But I actually worked with her about a month ago at one of my boot camps and I had invited her to bring other women to one of my boot camps so that the men could actually interact with women which I thought was awesome we had like a whole singles oh, mixer that. and like we did mock pickups and stuff but she brought some like hot ladies to my event like the guys that were there for the event were like just totally taken back they were super hot super sexy super single um, and yeah she's going to be on our show talking about you know she's she is a single mom so she's going to talk about that to us about dating as a single parent um, and then also giving the female perspective of what women are going through who are going through the coaching process, which I think will be really interesting. Yeah, yeah it'll be awesome. Yeah. Is she oh, bringing yeah. a lot of hot girls with her? I know. I, t- I should have told her to. You should have. I know. I'm horrible. 
I well, forgot you were coming. Damn it. <laughs> Drop the ball. Well, I just want to also be the bearer of bad No, it's not a bearer of bad news, but please, you guys, support our show and follow us on uh, Ask Women. Follow, follow us on Twitter. <laughs> Follow us too on many Twitter. Places to follow us now. Yeah, I know. Follow us on Twitter at Ask Women Podcast, but also support our sponsors. Go to our Amazon page, buy things through there, buy Halloween costumes. Yeah. yeah. Keep us on the air. Tell a friend, tell a coworker. And we have a website now. And we do have a website now. Yes, it's it askwomenpodcast.com. Yes, and it's fantastic. And it Some pages of- aren't totally up to par. Bear is it with live? me. I don't it's live know now? How- I didn't even know that. Yeah, I just, oh. it's, it's not totally finished though. So, well, we so, kinda, so don't judge us. Yeah. 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 But we, we, we used one of our sponsors to get it up there for free. We did. And it was really easy to make mm-hmm. the website. Kristen did it. And it, it, I think it looks fantastic. Squarespace? Yes, Squarespace. They were awesome and they were really great at helping us get it up there. Yeah, and um, I actually had a couple issues just because I'm so bad at web design or it's not even web design just basic <laughs> navigating the internet i'm horrible at <laughs> yeah. but they uh they responded really quickly because you can send a ticket for a question that you have oh. and then they instantly she wrote back about 45 minutes later with an answer and basically did it for me on my site so oh, that's awesome on the site so yeah okay so yeah so go to dot com. Yeah. Well, I wanted to um, talk about my glasses. Yes, talk about. Well, you want to talk no, about your glasses? It's more no, it's Kristen's like very librarian, cool sexy today. They're yeah. very sexy. You yeah. got high heels on. You got uh-huh. sexy. Yeah, it's because, yeah. tight yeah. jeans just, and the butt looks good. Is it because good? a woman's Oof. coming in today? Oh, that, damn. No, it's because you know I realize how much money I spend on shit that I don't wear. <laughs> yeah, I do that too. So I've got the glasses. I got to wear the glasses. I never wear heels, but I buy them and then I put them away and they get cobwebs. So I put those on today. Anyway, I'm Feeling a real sexy, woman. Huh? Yeah. I, love it. You are. I want glasses and I just look like a tool in them. I'm never the girl that you take them off. Like, ooh, who's that? It's like, oh, God, never no. wear them. Oh, yeah, I no. promise. I'll wear yours. I can put them on right now and I'll look like. No, I'm sure you look amazing. Everyone will be like, pew, the boner is just. No way. <laughs> can, can you explain this to me? Because growing up, I knew guys that had to wear glasses. We would make fun of them all the time. And, and I remember I had to wear glasses. I felt so insecure. But now it's like people are wearing glasses that don't even need to wear glasses. The nerds have a risen. Thing, man. Yeah. The nerds have risen. And the women find that really sexy? I find a guy, I think glasses can pull together a look. If a guy's wearing them, I feel like it kind of, ooh, he's got, he got a little extra sass I didn't see coming, you know? It's yeah. like, ooh, what's that? And, and, you know? I see status and value when I see glasses. Because I think I've told this to you guys before, but the third time that I met my husband, he was wearing glasses and a sweater. I don't know why a sweater Ooh, that sounds deal. cozy. Yeah, it does. And I was like, oh, that, he with looks him. comfortable. I would want to like, cuddle with him. And yeah. he was wearing glasses. I'm like, oh, he's smarter. That was a signal of intelligence. It's like, because I saw, I saw both sides. He wasn't like, you know, a nerd that I met for the first time wearing glasses on the beach. He was like a guy who also wore glasses. I don't know. It turned you know, me on. You know, you have to I do but you have to, the thing is it's such a myth about the smart thing it's like ask him a question about math the day before he's wearing glasses and then ask him the exact yeah. same question when he's wearing the glasses you get the exact same answer and I also hate that nerds are trending right two now it's two, like every girl's like oh my god I love comic books and I'm like really into like superheroes and I'm totally a nerd you're like no you're not yeah. you're not a nerd so stop acting like you're a nerd when you're not and Kristen actually is kind of nerdy so it works. I'm kind of nerdy so, so it are works, you but I'm not I'm not nerdy. No, no, I'm not nerdy to where I could actually say I'm nerdy because I don't know shit about yeah, anything. Yeah, you don't act like you're nerdy. Yeah, like, you I don't can't actually build know glasses well. No, like I don't know any stats about anything, and you know, or how but, to build websites. But or... I'm not like super cool, so then I'm in the middle. I can pull off the glasses. I think. I just yeah. think the, the nerd thing that girls are trying to play yeah, out. Yeah, the not, mustaches beyond the glasses. Yeah, and no more ironic mustaches. Guys. Yeah, the girls are nerdy though. That's hipster. Ugh. It's the same thing. I think it's kind Is of cross it? lines. Can we just be interesting? American well, I, ha- I have a clip that I want to play for you guys because I was driving the other day and I heard this radio ad. And I'm not going to say too much about it because I want you to hear it and then tell me 
what you think. Let it play out the entire way. Hi, I'm Betty. If you're attractive like me, dating can be a pain. Each time I join a dating website, I'm immediately overwhelmed with messages. <laughs> when I find a guy who's not a psycho, often the date still ends up being a waste of time. That is, until I discovered What's Your Price. What's Your Price is a new and innovative approach to dating. I no longer receive thousands of emails from guys trying to impress me. Instead, if a guy likes me, all he has to do is make me an offer to go on a date. If I like his so profile and his offer, this is I terrifying. Yes, and I get paid to go on a first date with him. I've found that if a guy is willing to pay me for a first date, he's going to dolls? be much more serious than Sounds all like the it. others who are just looking for a hookup. And if it turns out we're I not a match, at least I get paid for my time. It's really win-win for everyone involved. <laughs> Best of all, it's 100% free for attractive singles like me. It's fun, it's simple, and it pays. It's What's prostitution. <laughs> okay. It's you on a corner. All right. So I didn't know English robots were so trashy. I know, right? They're just selling an airhead. It's really like a, it's a pimp behind the scenes. Yo, bitches, I'm going to pimp you out. (laughs) Yeah, they just auto-tuned his voice (laughs) to sound like that. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, so what do you think about this? This is is the new wave of dating. This is what people are doing. There's like millionaire.com. There's payforyourdates.com. There's auction off my boobs. Can you get a real person? That was not a real person, right? I don't think so. I think like literally they just typed in the message they did. and then how the a, computer read it. They picked it. It was like very Sonia English. Go like a she British like Siri. Yeah. yeah, innovative. Yeah. What is it? What's <laughs> innovative? That's how Kristen pronounces it. Innovative, you idiot. That's how Kristen pronounces. Is that how you pronounce it? Innovative? No, yeah. I don't even know what that means. You have weird words. Elementary. <laughs> elementary. Oh yeah, that elementary. No. So elementary. what do you think about this? What do you think is happening? I think we're losing um, humanness in the society. It okay. scares me. Yeah. I, I feel like, too, it becomes this desperate thing. And then if they don't get what they paid for, like, what happens then? Like, that's they feel, point. like, super desperate. It's just, that's it really point. is just renaming every everything that's already existed in society for the past hundreds of years. It's just renaming that, like, prostitution, <laughs> um, paying, for, like, mail-order brides. That's all it is. It's just, like, putting a weird, trendy spin on it. Yeah, it's, like, trying to make, like, a new thing. Like, this has been around in Russia for it's a long time. It's not yeah. innovative. <laughs> it's not innovative at all. It's actually the most ancient <laughs> okay. form of dating ever. Well, Mo, what do you think I, as a man? Look, I think this is a very dangerous – first of all, if I'm going to pay for something like this, there better be a happy ending at the end of the <laughs> day. Sure. Let's be honest there. But – Look, what am I going to do? I'm going to pay this woman to go out with me. And this woman makes a living off of doing this. She's probably going to be going out with multiple guys, especially a beautiful one. She's going to see the value in getting paid. How can I ever fall in love with a woman that I had to pay to go out with me? Thank well, you. I hope no one's actually going into using a service like this with those expectations. You should be going into a service like this knowing that you have an event coming up for work and you want a hot lady to be on your side. In see, the I think, end. I think they are going into this with those expectations. I mean, how would you feel going out with a woman they're, knowing they're that she's then. only there because you paid her? Yeah. You know? yeah. And, and then not on the flip side for women, if I was a rich man, I would be doing this and just buying women. And then well, that's what they're and doing. They're, they are my slaves. Like, well, you are here because I put you here. Well, the thing, okay, so that's the whole thing. Like, there's, so Remember, there's, Mo, you are here because we put you here. Watch it step, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But there's so many ways to use this incorrectly. But on the flip side, it is, I'm trying to find like the, the, the gleam of light that's in this. Okay. There is the nice side that men don't the have to. The gleam of to, light is money. Yeah, well, I guess that's true. <laughs> but they don't have to work their ass off to um, impress 
a woman with their words. Lots of guys, or there's lots of opportunities that are lost in online dating because a guy doesn't approach a woman correctly. He writes a paragraph long um, message to her telling her about like how he's in love, whatever Yeah, it is. but this seems like the ultimate wrong way to approach somebody. Well, is it? Yeah. I said that it's ancient. Like, like listen, people have been bartering in this realm for a very long time. Is it a horrible way to it, meet another individual? Yeah, it takes yeah, all the romance out of it. Because we can't barter at stores How anymore. How does it take the romance it, out of it? Abs, for me, if I know that, if I'm a guy and I'm there and I know for a fact that she's only there because she's being paid, it's like, where's the excitement? Like, what if I, I want it to be that organic thing, you well, know? what if a guy who would write to you online you guys would have never connected because in writing, he, he, he doesn't represent himself well. But right. instead, he outbid through the auction. He outbid for you and said, you know what? I read this girl's profile. I think she's freaking amazing. There's something really special about her. I watched her video profile, and I, I see a connection. I think we would get along. I'm going to outbid and get this girl, and then you go on the date, and you have a really good time. That's in an you ideal never, world, though. It is in an ideal world. Yeah. But I'm and just we, saying, like that's what the website exists for, for those situations. Most likely, I that's not what's happening. Yeah. But... It kind of reminds me of a scene in Taken when, like, all these, like, Arab sheiks are, like, watching these, like, drugged-out prostitutes in the middle of the thing. I could see you thing. in that. And they're like, 200 for the prostitutia. <laughs> yeah. She is a virgin. 3,000. You know? Yeah. It's like, like, that's I would pay less for is. the virgin, by the way. I feel like yeah, no it's thanks. not going to be as fun, right? <laughs> oh. I want to hear what else you guys have to say. <laughs> I mean, it just... I'm waiting. I, I, it's like, I know you're, you're not you're not you're not happy about it. You're not enthused how, by this. What do you it's, think about this, Marnie? But the, to tell you the truth, I don't really like the idea. I can see the benefits of it for certain people if they use it correctly. But most people don't use things correctly. They take advantage of systems and they use it incorrectly. And I think that when you hear, "Oh, go onto a website and you can pay for a woman," I think you're absolutely right with what you were saying before. What are you paying for? Are there limitations? Is there a contract saying that, like, at the end of the date, you just get the date, or do you get sex, or do you get this? And there's a lot of um, I think confusion that can happen for both the men and for the women about what's happening in this scenario. And I, 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 I can't see this being a safe service. But yeah. I'm just honestly it's surprised ma- it's that it's legal. Like if you don't have great sex afterwards, you're going to be fucking yeah. yeah, you're like refund. Now let yeah. me ask you, if I bought the girl, do I now have to pay for her date too? Yeah, Is I think part so. of the deal? Well, it's I not like she's so. going to use the money you pay her <laughs> yeah. for to pay for dinner I, yeah, now. Yeah, I, I mean, like, you're going to end up in the negative. Yeah. 10% of this. How much do you think she gets? She doesn't get all of it. I'm sure this online dating site also gets yeah, a portion they get, of I'm whatever. I'm sure they get, a, you know, I think a standard pimp rate this is, is about 10%. Insane. This is like Any extra woman, income for you know, someone. Right, because a woman that's going on to this is obviously looking for money. I don't think she'd be looking. Or 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 the gold digger factor. Well, that's what, something I want to talk about. Right. Today. She doesn't want a job. She's okay. like, hey. Yeah, I want to talk about that today. The gold digger and the women looking for money and how men can spot this. I want to talk about this in today's chapter in the man's playbook. On this team, we fight for that itch. On this God. team, we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that itch. We claw with our fingernails for that itch. Because we know when we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. Aww. Mo's all juiced up right now. I know his face crunching. (laughs) His eyes look teary. I know, seriously, you, you're about you to cry. cry. You want a moment? Oh, it was, it was a sad moment right there. <laughs> I got real jacked up right there. <laughs> I feel it. I feel a you testosterone like beating <sighs> off of you. You're trying to get rid of shirt. that. I love, and I'm wearing a pink shirt. Right. It's, I was about to rip it and be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and underneath, I paid just... 70 bucks for this. Never mind. <laughs>
No, no, so, they're just boobs. So let's talk about this. So let's talk about men and how they can spot gold diggers and how they can avoid a woman using them for their money. And we were talking about this before the show. And, like, Mo was having some really good points. Because have you ever experienced this before where a woman has used you for your money? Yeah, well, I've noticed this. There are some women that are like, well, I'm not doing anything tonight. So I'll go out with this guy, you know. And, and I'll t- Or I've had a situation where I've taken a woman out and we had great conversation. And then I asked her out again. You know, I didn't get a kiss at the end of the night, but I didn't go for the kiss. But then normally when you go out with a woman and you ask her out again and she says yes, that normally means, oh, I like this guy. I want to pursue something more. You're having a makeout session. Uh, yeah, we're having date. a makeout session easily on the second date. And then at the end of the second date, I went in to kiss her and I'm like, what's going on? She's like, I, I, I only like you as a friend. I'm a what you couldn't have told me that after, after the first one. And then, you know, I've met other women that will go on three, four dates with a guy and they only like him as a friend, but they keep on paying. So I, I'd be well like, go. I would like you as an enemy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, then well, let's have some hate sex. <laughs> right. Well, I think, <laughs> it'll be 20. Oh, I think that's pretty shady on her part. I mean, I have definitely been the girl that's like, kind of aware i just didn't want to have fun we used to like joke hey, free dinner and that sounds like like an asshole and i am not an asshole although i, I well, you kind of are yeah <laughs> um but no i think that like after the first day i would never let it go on for more than one day it was more just kind of see how it was if i wasn't sure but the fact that she did a second date with you and then kind of like didn't tell you there was a change that seems kind of shady to yeah. me and it's starting off as very dating. obvious if you're yeah. looking for clues yeah for sure so do you think that she was going out with you for your like to use you for a free meal you know i think she she enjoyed the attention she had nothing else going on or any other suitors so she just she took it and and i think a lot of women do that like women will go out with men i'm like why are you going out with that guy oh because it's fun it's here or Or i have nothing else going on sometimes they'll even hook up or have sex with the guy and they don't even like them and have no it's like they don't even oh what you've never done that mo yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. look, I, I have a no. theory. I think it's a bit different. I think guys guys are horny, so they have sex. Women normally have sex for some kind of attachment or there's some kind of emotional attachment. There is. I, I, I kind of agree with that in, in talking about stereotypes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I t- definitely agree with that. So how how do guys avoid falling into that role with women? And the silence continues. Nobody has an answer. Well, I think how do they avoid this? I think a big clue that you have to look for is number one: Do you have money? Does she know what you do? Number two: But it doesn't. It doesn't always have to be rich guys. No, no. Okay, no. But are you not great? Are you a man that's not great looking that wouldn't instantly be attracting this woman? But if there was no, no connection, well, if there was the no thing. connection, but that's saying like, okay, only if you're good looking, you can date really attractive women. You're no, no, like- I don't think that. But I'm thinking as a filtering process for you to see, like, a, if you take out your cylinder, your sieve or whatever, and you put your pasta in, and the water falls through. This is just one of the ways to let like the water water fall through. Like, are you someone that she didn't connect with? Did you not feel a super connection? Do you not see why she would be interested in you? If it's too good to be true, that could be a clue. And I'm not uh, saying only. I guess it could be a, a clue. Like, I, I guess, how do you gauge that then? Because then you have to go back onto yourself and say, okay, if you weren't really connecting to her, why are you going out with her again? Because I, she's a woman, and guys, guys also want to have sex and would do all the things that they. Yeah, women want to go that's out, true. and so do men. I, I think I would gauge it in terms of like intimacy. If you're if you're not progressing yeah. on an intimate level, 
throughout your dates and you're you're like literally going to dinner you're buying her dinner you're ending the night with a hug for four dates in a row then oh. you have well, walked yeah. into oh, a friendship four. but the thing three, is to three, get before two. you get to that point where you are the third or fourth or fifth date in i just think a smart way to look at it would be like we're not why did why is this happening right now i didn't feel she didn't i didn't really feel a spark from her but yet she's interested in me i think that could maybe get get you to a place I, yeah. where you don't have to get to a fourth date to realize No, I, I guess. I, I get what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. I, I think, like, also her level of, not commitment, but her level of involvement in making these dates happen. So if you go on a date and then you don't hear from her for a week or uh, for a week and a half, you text her, she doesn't respond, and then suddenly she pops up again and says, what are you doing on Friday? Let's go hot for dinner. Hot and cold. Hot and yeah, cold. Yeah, hot That's and cold. I would say those are good, good indicators as I well. I also, you know, when I was balling on a budget, I kind of, uh, <laughs> which I like to call it, well, you know, we're, we're, at, <laughs> yeah. we're like, I, I only had so much money I could allocate to taking women out on dates. So I had to really get the it's most expensive. bang from, yeah, it's expensive as shit. I had to get the most bang for my buck. So literally if it was a first date with a girl at the, yeah, we'd share a plate. No, but like (laughs) I would always go in for the kiss at the end of the first date. Cause look, if I ask you on a date, there's obviously some, that means I like you, you know, and if you're going out with me, there's obviously some kind of interest there. At least I think there is. And at the end of the first date, if I go in to kiss you and you pull back, I'm not going to ask you out on a date again. That's probably not going to happen. And because what what I'm getting is, look, we both like each other. A kiss is pretty innocent. You know, if, if you did like me and if there was something there or a physical connection or mental connection, you would at least kiss me by the end of the but night. But what if she does kiss you at the end of the night and then suddenly it's like you're taking her out on a second date and next thing you know, I mean, she ends up being – like, how do you avoid that, Marnie? How like, do you avoid what? Like, if she does kiss you at the end of the night and then how do you know that she's not necessarily a gold digger? Is that where it – I mean – if she does kiss you at the end of the night, I don't, I don't think it's about being a gold digger. I think it's about a woman spending her time with you because she's bored yeah. or because right. something else is going on. Right. The gold digger is very different because I have this whole, this whole um, newsletter about gold diggers. And, like, I, I tell guys that, like, people have different views on money because I have girlfriends who think that whenever they go out with a guy, whether it's for dating or for friendship, the guy pays. Like, hands down, that's what happens because that's the way that they grew up. And they think it's rude if a guy doesn't pay. That's just the way that they grew up. It doesn't Agreed. mean that they're gold diggers. Um, and there's people who have different views on if you're dating, that a man should pay for everything and that a woman should return the favor by cooking dinner or for or like paying for a movie or so, whatever. You have to find out like where that person is coming from and where their values are from. So gold digging is kind of hard to gauge, but I would say to trust your gut. And if you have a feeling that this woman is not into you because you're not having that connection part. You're going on dates. It might be a good time, but she's not really responding to you. She's not uh, calling you back. She's not giving you anything that takes you to that next level of intimacy in terms of like connection communication and physically that's when i think that there's something off and sometimes it takes a long time to figure that out <laughs> what what they should do is just watch millionaire matchmaker because right. the women that aren't into the guys that they end up going out with you know the signs right like you oh, can yeah. see them just like, like they're just going go because guy. they have to go so. yeah <laughs> like maybe something it's funny happen. about what you said though about growing up because i dated a guy who when he was growing up it was very clear that both of his parents always split everything. They both had a job and a career and everything was always even. Now for me, my mom pretty much stayed home with us. So my dad kind of took care of that stuff. So we had very, and even though I've always, I was pretty broke and I've always been there to like support and pay for whatever. I, I never expected a guy to pay for everything, but it became really clear later on that even if I was to become like a mom or something that he wanted to still split everything down the middle. And it's just like being aware of those differences that yeah. and finding an agreement that works out with you and your 
other for sure. person. And that's later on in a relationship yeah. where you figure those things out. But I would say maybe five dates in, uh, you know, it depends how comfortable you are. If if you're sensing that she's not as into this as you are and she's not, like, giving you anything in terms, again, of anything, like, connection-wise or conversation or returning your phone calls or making plans for dates, if you're not getting that, then, then I would say that she's, like, you know, not into it and possibly a, a gold digger in some way. But if you if she is giving you that stuff, you can have the conversation. Maybe five days is a little bit too early. But maybe something that is, like, a a general conversation about money so you can understand where she's coming from. Like maybe asking about how she grew up so you can get a little bit more insight into who she is, where she comes from, and then, then having a better understanding of the person that's sitting across from you. And, and, and men, look, guys, let's not be naive here. You know, certain women – only go out with certain guys like they set a bar for themselves financially or how they want to live their life right and certain men yeah. fit that role like i know a girl who is a beautiful girl super cool really like her but you know her first man was an nfl player her second man was a nba player she's not dating average joes doesn't mean she's a bad girl but she kind of said That's this, her world. this is the bar that i set myself at this yeah. is where i'm gonna be you know it's like it's like she's not I'm not saying she's a gold digger, but she ain't messing with no broke. Right. You know, that's what Kanye West says. But and it is very true. So, man, we got to be we need to understand that. Look, if we're not making a ton of money or if that's a problem for us, we need to identify that as well and go after the women that aren't that way. Exactly. And then if we are making a lot of money and we, you know, then there are women that are up there. It doesn't mean they want you for your money, but they need money. And that's. But it's also that world that they're in. I'm watching yeah. Revenge right now. I'm like watching all these shows that are about like really rich people. And like, I understand there's a certain echelon and there's like a certain level. And like, it's, it's hard to go to another level. It's, it's, it's. It just worlds meshing sometimes don't work. Yep. Anyway, I would, I would totally be a gold digger if I felt really comfortable around money. I, me too. But I feel like intimidated by it. I was I'm like, just oh, so used to be on a budget yeah. for so long. Even when someone pays for something, I'm like, oh, thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much. I always feel like I owed someone something in oh, return. Oh, me too. Me too, mm. for sure. Well, I think that we covered this week's chapter of The Man's Playbook, and we did a very good job, and Mo was back with us to cover it. You made I it love perfect. Thanks, Momo. Love you, ladies. Well, after the break, we have the amazing, the beautiful, the awesome Kim Seltzer. She's going to be talking with us about dating from a female perspective um, and maybe a little bit about being a single mom and dating as well. So stay tuned. This podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the Internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 150,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature and featuring audio versions of many New York Times bestsellers. I'm really into this because I'm not much of a book reader. I like to listen to books. So for our listeners, this is where you can go get your free audiobook and you basically get a chance to try out their service for free. Yeah, I'm in the car all the time, especially yeah. in L.A., and I cannot, I mean, listen to podcasts, of course, but I cannot listen to, like, one more radio station. I'm going to blow my brains out. I'm there. And so I actually have two books from audible.com. Yeah, and you can download these to your iPods or MP3 uh, devices. It's quick, it's easy, fun, and affordable, and entertainment for people of all ages. And it's a way to say you read a book without actually reading it. Exactly. You can look smarter to your friends, and you didn't have to really do the work. It's like wearing glasses without prescriptions. Which is something I would do. Is that what I'm doing right now? One audiobook to consider is, what book are you reading, Kristen? Um, In Cold Blood. 
There you go. So for a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash podcast one. That's audiblepodcast.com slash podcast Hey guys, it's Kristen, and I've worn contacts since I was 11 years old uh, because my glasses were so deeply embarrassing that my eye doctor had pity on me and put me in contact lenses. And the easiest way to get contact lenses is going to aclens.com. They have amazing prices and a huge selection of contacts. And now look at Kristen. She's this gorgeous, beautiful swan because of AC lenses. But I do still need glasses. So okay. you can also get your glasses on aclens.com. You can upload a picture of your face, try them on, see how you look. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, it's yeah awesome. and I like this site too because some places have like lots of limitations on what types of styles they have and brands, but they have everything here. Ray-Ban, Oakley, whatever you're into, upload your picture. You can try it on and see how you look in those shades before you buy. And if you're not at a computer, you can also call 1-888-248-LENS. That's 1-888-248-LENS. So it's just as convenient. And and if you go to aclens.com, click on the microphone and then just enter the promo code WOMEN20. That's promo code WOMEN20 for a nice discount, 20% yeah, off. Yeah, that's how old oh, we are. Women 20. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Um, also, we, there's a 365-day guarantee. So if you're not feeling them, they get, you get them in the mail. You're like, nah, not sure. You can always send them back and I'm try so indecisive. Else. I, you know, whenever I get glasses, I'm like, in the store, I'm like, oh, I look amazing. Then I get home, I'm like, oh, I hate myself. I'm self-loathing. Then I want to send it back. So. So, you know, you can definitely send these back if you don't like them. And um, there's also a free shipping on all glasses, sunglasses, reading glasses, free returns on everything. So, like, not, you know. Yeah, honestly, I never order online sometimes because of shipping fees. Yeah. So, when I see free shipping, I always am like, do it. Bam. So, go to www.aclens.com and enter women20. That's the promo code and get that discount. aclens.com. Offer may not be combined with any other coupons, sales, or special offers to AC Lens. Offer is not valid on Ray-Ban, Polo, Ralph Lauren, TKNY, Smith, SunCloud, Superdry, or Oakley brand products. Uh, remember when you had to listen to radio programs on their schedule? Well, with this podcast, you get to listen on your schedule. And what about backing up your computer files at home or at work? You don't need to schedule that either if you have Carbonite. Carbonite backs up your files to the cloud for you automatically whenever you're connected to the Internet. Try it for free at Carbonite.com. No credit card required. Use offer code WOMEN and get two bonus months with purchase. Carbonite.com. Offer code WOMEN. So, guys, check out our website, askwomenpodcast.com. We just made it with Squarespace, who's one of our sponsors. And it's awesome. It is awesome. And clean. Very clean. Sharp looking, doesn't look cheap, like so many other websites that you can find. And you know what we're talking about when we say so many, because we've all had that website. You're like, I hate this template. And then you can't change it or you yeah. don't like the It template. looks like you should be selling like weird paper from some <laughs> office in the Midwest. China. Yeah. And this right. one is really fast and easy, as you said. You can set it up literally in minutes and it's completely secure. It's hosted for you. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And they have awesome uh, customer service. I had to ask a question. They got back to me within like 45 minutes. I submitted a ticket. Next thing I know, I had an answer back of how to do it, but they also did it for me. Which is awesome. Yeah. And what I liked when we actually started talking about this, I went in and on and wanted to see doing it for myself. And you can make your own website and do a free trial and so you can kind of go in there and see what templates they have and make your own and uh, you don't have to give a credit card no 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 credit card required and then you can even extend it if you need it more time to figure out what you want yeah, yeah. and, and then- again this is a website that looks 
more appeals to people on a little bit higher of a level. You know, I think so too. It's really classy, super classy. Um, And then also, you guys can sell stuff on Squarespace. It's really easy. You can add donate, you know, buttons if you're like trying to get you know something going for a film project or you're actually selling products. Like I know uh, Marnie does a lot on her site. That's really easy uh, function that's available. It's only eight dollars a month, and Mm -hmm. I've done hosting on other uh, platforms, and that is much lower than any other website that I've ever used before. So I'm definitely going to be switching over to Squarespace. And if you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use the offer code ASK10 to get 10% off and to show your support for Ask Women. And we want to thank the people at Squarespace, number one, for their support of Ask Women and also for getting our website up because mm-hmm. it's freaking amazing. So yeah. go check it out, askwomenpodcast.com and check out Squarespace. And remember, if you use the code ASK10, you get 10% off. Off. You're listening to the Ask Women Podcast, a Podcast One presentation. Oh, great. Yeah. Hey, guys. Welcome back <laughs> to the Ask Women Podcast. We're here with Kim Seltzer, dating coach extraordinaire. Yes. Thank you. I, 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 she's I like, I don't know. Is that what you are? Okay, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> you are Extra- a dating I make things coach. awkward. You know, extraordinaire just covers it all. Yeah. I don't have to say anything else. Thanks. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and she's out of here. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Well, I wanted to bring you in because I was telling the people before, the people. The, the, people. the We the are people. the people. The, the, the people <laughs> who are listening to our podcast. Before, that we did a boot camp together about, like I'd say, a month ago now. And you came for a small portion of the boot camp and brought your like beautiful sexy amazing women to the boot camp and and the advice that these women were able to share with the men that were attending the boot camp was priceless Mm. they were doing mock pickups with each other giving each other feedback um and i wanted to talk to you about what you teach these women uh because for the men that are listening they want to hear like what problems would women ever have with dating. And I think like what we shared at that boot camp was really helpful to these men. And I would love to share it here. Yeah. You know, it's funny because when I, I coach both men and women, by the way, and men come up to me and they say, what do women possibly have to coach? Like, what do you right. do with women? That was All the first thing I said. Is, right. Yeah, show your All boobs. you have to do is look pretty and, you know, yeah. and you would be amazed at what goes on. And Marnie, yeah. you know, I think you saw it. And in fact, we had done some things with some role playing when I tweaked what the woman was doing in response to the guy that you brought and yeah. they ended up dating after. Yeah. No way. Oh, yeah. yeah, totally. It was, it was beautiful to see. So here's the thing. Like I do go in the field and I work with women and I am like the wing girl, much like Marnie. Um, I also look at, I'm an image consultant as well and a therapist. So I really have this kind of inside out. Full approach. package. Wow. Yeah, no kidding. Full, full package. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's really about kind of looking and feeling your best so that you attract what you want. And as we all know, there's that symbiotic kind of thing that happens. Yeah. Well, what um, are some of the difficulties that women come to you with? Right. So th- the thing that I found it was really interesting is that when I go went out with these women, I started seeing the same thing happening over and over again. So much so is that I usually do a summary at the end of my um, coaching session and I was like writing the same thing. I was like copying, pasting. Right. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, it makes your and job then, easy. Yeah, exactly. you know, it did. But then I was like, what is going on is here? Weird, yeah. you know? So um, I came up with actually that there were five archetypes of women okay. that I found was, was happening. Mm-hmm. Do you want to hear them? Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, okay. All right. So I, I got to see if I can remember. I'll, I, I, I do have this whole thing that people can download. Um, the first one is what I call the chief. 
you know, and we all see this. Not this me. Is, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is, you know, the and, and actually I think this is becoming more and more popular kind of archetype as women are becoming stronger and stronger in the workforce and that it's hard to turn off the work and right. turn on the uh, feminine energy. Mm-hmm. And, they always you know, have that power and yeah, exactly, that. exactly. So these are the women that you see going out and saying hi in the bars who are shaking the hands firmly and nice to meet you. And suddenly they identify themselves to, you know, what they do for a living. So right. usually with these women, I give them the task. I, for this whole time that I am working with you, I do not want you to tell me or the men, right. what you do for a living. Yeah. Right. You don't challenge, like, right? <gasps> they That's don't who they are. Know, you know, they have no idea, like, what to say. So um, I have some tricks up my sleeve that I help these women with. But that's one archetype. The second archetype is what I call the list lady. Mm-hmm. Now, the list lady is, she she has a Bugs Bunny list that scrolls out that's so <laughs> long that she has to check off during the date that it becomes an interview. It the list of, a, of what she wants? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And if, and if the guy doesn't meet those expectations in the list, they're out of there. And mm-hmm. so that's where, you know, you hear the guys be like, oh, my God, I felt like I was in an interview. Like, it was a Q&A session, basically. And by the way, those are the women who say, you know, there's just no good guys out there. Mm-hmm. There's just, there's You're just never no gonna good, find no one for me. I'm never yeah. going to find. Okay, so that's the list lady. And I have a few things that I do with them. Um, then the third is uh, growing with popularity. I would say probably, I would say, <laughs> especially here in L.A. But I am not, you know, mm-hmm. and everyone says L.A. is like so narcissistic, but it is the narcissistic magnet. Yeah. And these ladies, though, actually are beautiful. They have it together. Check. Okay. It's getting closer to being me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and by the way, we all have these kind of qualities that we'll probably check off, but you probably have more in one area than the other. Um, they, uh, okay, so they're beautiful. They're together. They seem to have it all. They're caretakers. So much so Definitely to their detriment to their detriment that they care more about the guy than themselves. They don't set boundaries. And so that they attract these guys who are, it's all about them. Is that the same as like the helper, the girl who wants to help, always help take care of them? Okay. Got it. And they, and, and, and when you see them interacting, they're always the one that's listening and asking really good questions and uh, make the guys feel amazing. But then they never share anything about themselves. They are not into at all, um, what they want and they don't even expect that so then they're left on the floor with these guys who seem charismatic and they seem like they have it together which is exciting to the therapist you know kind of personality but then they're like oh my god you know they're on the floor the next day because it's the way of the world yeah Yeah. they don't care that these guys don't care about them but my whole theory is that it starts with these women. It's the minute you say hello to these guys is when you can control it. So that's where I kind of work with these people. Okay. I'm okay. going to interrupt you for one second. Yeah. So from what I'm hearing, all of these women don't come to you and say, I'm a list person. I just make law. So they don't know oh, they no that idea. any of these things exist for them. So what I'm actually hearing is that a, uh, that women have a lot of uh, protective shields and oh, barriers and bam and bam right <laughs> yeah. exactly and it's so. true and so, right so and, and and that woman i call by the way the dame because okay. i didn't know you know i actually had to look up in the dictionary what a female knight is and so she's called a dame so she has the armor on so thick that it is hard to dent you have to be like dame you know right yeah <laughs> so really down the moat <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah exactly no and so she 
she thinks that she's really open and she's done all the work and she's been in therapy forever. And I don't know what it is, guys. Just don't approach me. Well, when you see her out there, you realize she's not giving guys anything. anything. Right. In fact, that woman that we did the role playing with, yeah. remember, she wasn't giving him a and nothing, thing, but she was so guarded. Well, even when I introduced myself to her, she was right? guarded the entire time. And I'm like, I don't even want to talk to you. Right. Like she just is like, right. she just sends off these vibes where you're like, oh, I'm a horrible person. And I, yeah, you, you feel know. that. Yeah. It's like, okay, I won't talk to you then. Won't bother you. But see, they don't, they recognize don't know it. it. They don't recognize it until I bring it to their attention. I'm like, well, you, you need to take the blinders off. Do you even know who's looking at you? Like, do you see that guy looking at you over there? And they're like, oh God, usually they're like, no, I had no idea. So, um, that that is the the dame. Well, okay. Before you get to the fifth one, I want to say one thing. As I'm trying to put on my man's hat right now, yeah. so as a man, I would think, well, how the fuck am I ever supposed to approach a woman? How am I ever supposed to get a date? Because all these women have, they, they won't ever let me in. So if there are these women out there who want love as well, but there's all these barriers to entry, it it sounds hopeless. I would say. Yeah, but here's the good news: is that. <laughs> This is, and this is where I work, is that it takes so little to make huge changes, given right. your body language, things that you can say, and the clothes that you wear. Okay. Like, yeah. honestly, like, when you hit people upon first impression and you break some of these barriers, it's amazing the magic that can happen. Like Wonderful. the role play that we saw. Like, yeah. when we told that woman to stop. You know, just to give the audience and you guys an example, this guy was trying so hard. He was pretending he was at the ATM machine and he was working it. And it just, she was like, He's like, I have a really big balance. Yeah. Yes. Get out. Just look, look at the screen, bitch. <laughs> Don't look at my pin See number. See what you're passing up. <laughs> and she was giving him nothing. And so he was just slowly unraveling. And oh. he already felt bad about himself. So, so, you know, and Marnie and I were like, You're doing great. You're doing great. And I'm like, Cut, cut, cut. I'm like, Freeze. I'm like, you pointing to the woman i said he just shared a story about travel haven't you ever traveled before she's like well actually i just went to england i'm like awesome share the story about the time that you went to england and so suddenly she started sharing so her 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 kind of one answer thing became a storytelling event where they started like bantering back and forth and seriously that role play i think changed at that point no oh, for sure yeah they, they like, were making out later a woman yeah. like this does she does she have a personality outside of oh my god she know, was great That's like the whole did thing. she right. shut down in front of the man or was it consistently she just didn't well to, to be honest he wasn't really giving her that much to work with that's and it's not like Okay, he was confidently walking up to her, and he was this suave man who made a statement that she had no choice but to respond to. Listen, we're giving a lot of, you know, to my client, but he, he wasn't bringing it, you know? So she was trying to respond as if she was a real person, the way she would really respond, to be honest. And, like, then we helped to coach it along so that both people could feel more comfortable, and then that helped them connect afterwards. Mm -hmm. And I think that that was really helpful for everybody to see, that if you actually give a little bit to a person who may not be presenting their best selves in that moment because they're a little self-conscious, you can actually open them up and find something great within that person that can then lead to something interesting. Because it's the truth, right? He wasn't like Mr. Casanova. Oh my God, totally. <laughs> you really helped him with that, by the way, because you were kind of like giving him some tips and I was giving the girl the tips. But to your point, it is, it's a yin and the yang. I always tell people, you are only 50% of the equation, right. right? Like you can't control who the other people are, but right. you can control you 
to get a different response. Right. I mean, Absolutely. I think that's and, what you're talking about. And maybe yes. just like focusing on not immediately taking what she gives you and throwing the rest of your plan away, like being, you know, assertive and attentive. Well, what are some things yeah. that he could have done too? Because I, I, you, I love that when you came into the boot camp, you talked about first impressions. And you know mm-hmm. what? Sometimes I, I, I skip over that part, like the style part and about that first five minutes, how it's really important to yes. a woman. 30 so, seconds. Oh, 30 seconds. So what could, wow. he, what could he have done? I know it's hard to remember what he was doing incorrectly, but what could he have done or what could any guy do to sort of break these barriers? Because if these women do have these things that they're not aware of, what could men do to assist them in opening up without having coaches there telling them to do it? Right. I think, um, you know, just from a a simple thing he could have done was – just not hesitate. Like right. I saw him really hesitate. You know, if you want to go talk to a girl, even if you're, you know, anxious about it, the more you get in the head, the, yeah. the that's where you crash and burn. Yeah, you yeah. have to and commit. More, yeah, and then you know, more time goes on, and then it gets just weird for the girl because it's like tick 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 tick. And she feels like, that immediately. And you're at an ATM too, so you're already feeling uncomfortable. Yeah. Like some guy staring also, over don't, your shoulder. Maybe don't approach at an ATM. I don't know. No, actually, one girl there no, was like, no, I've met no, five no, guys at an totally. ATM. And I've gone on dates with them. I'm like, well, you what are What? Yeah, I'm like, to have like, a space between like you and them as they're like getting their number. I never want to be too like creepy and like be close to them. But but, but so it's possible. Okay. That's the whole thing. It's possible to pick up go. anywhere. Yeah, and this girl was hot. Yeah, she was. And the thing is, is but then see a guy or anybody might get in their head. Oh, this is not the appropriate place to talk to a right. woman. You know, like that's the thing. Stop having the conversation in your head. Oh, this isn't polite. Oh, this is not right. Like if you wait for the perfect moment in time, you are never going to talk to anyone. Yes, right. never. Well, it's like it, you can. Com- put this in any situation in life even in sports like if you go to do a layup in basketball totally. and you hesitate or you don't commit right. you're going to trip and you're going to fall and obviously you're not going to make the shot exactly right? yeah. and how that translates to the to the woman by the way is that you're not confident and exactly that's the number one thing that women find sexy yeah. in a man confidence. and can like confidence yeah so yeah so that would have been one thing the other thing would have been just even his body language i mean he was like kind of hunched over he was looking down he had his hands in his pocket like you know posture is huge like yeah. he could have just like you know just just go in there bold like and i even if you don't know how to be alpha act as if and that was the whole purpose of our role playing is that i would take people to the nth degree i'm like i want you to pretend like you're a slut i would tell the woman (laughs) and like actually she actually looked normal her slut was normal in her head she was going way out of bounds what she thought yeah Yeah. she was just being open that's it. And helpful right. to the guy. And she That's was coming right. on to him. I thought it was With her really, legs. It was I really mean, interesting. It was. Exactly. It's great advice. Well, one other thing that happened at this boot camp um, was there was a conversation after, you know, we had ended doing what we were doing and people were going off to the singles mixer. And there was a few women that were behind who were talking about, you know, their frustrations in dating post-divorce. And so yes. two of the women, um, or actually th- three of the women had been divorced. I think all of them had, I'm not sure if all of them had children, but one in particular was talking about how difficult it is to date when, you know, she's 40-something years old, she has kids, and she's getting back into the dating world, and she's only meeting men who either want to sleep with her or mm-hmm. I think that was pretty yeah. much it, right? <laughs> Probably. Probably. Was with her. There wasn't any guys who, uh, yeah. who wanted to be in a relationship with her. And, like, I was listening to a few things she said, and I know that she was kind of putting that out there too, but is, is it more difficult to date, you know, post-divorce and, and with a child? Well, and here's the thing. I mean, it's it's 
fascinating to me because now I, I, I had a statistic, 13.7 million single parents are here in the United States now. Wow. I mean, never before in any kind of period of time have we seen so many. Oh, wait, sorry. That just means there's 13.7 million kids at least in this world. Gross. <laughs> at least. <laughs> Gross. Oh, my God. I can't believe like, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Ew, children. I Ew. need to get used to kids. Okay, keep going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, but if you think about that, never before have we, like, even known how to navigate the, the waters, right. the murky waters of uh, dating after Now it's so common, yeah. So people are struggling. People are drowning. People don't know what to do. Uh, dating looks different. Um, here's a metaphor that I use, and then I'll address the question. When when we were all in our 20s, I don't know how old I mean, you guys I'm 30. Okay, you yeah, same. Yeah, when yeah. I was your age, <laughs> I remember. No, um, no but back in, you know, right after college and in your 20s, you, if you're the fisherman and you're looking for a fish, you throw the, you know, the, the reel in. And most of the fish look pretty much the same. They're swimming in the same waters. They, they maybe vary in color, they, but everyone's in the same boat. They're slimy, <laughs> some of them. Yeah. Some of them smell. Right. <laughs> exactly. Okay, but here's the thing. When you're married and then you go through this whole period of time, you're back out there and you go to the pond, you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> this pond looks really different. Yeah. Some have three eyes. Mm, some have got a crazy missing. in that pond. Oh, yeah. But as the fisherman, you think that it should look like the pond as before. So it's this whole, like, disconnect of what people expect and want and what was really out there. Right. So that's the first thing that people have to deal with when going out there. Then on top of it, you have a kid that you have to deal with. So you have custody issues. You have the ex to deal yeah. with. You have financial you, concerns. Yeah. And, oh, my God, I need a babysitter if I have to go out with you. Right. Actually, my only free night is Friday. Can you go out with Friday? And so it becomes, like, ugh, annoying for Not people. as organic, maybe, initially. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You don't. You can't be a spontaneous. Stressful. Which is, it's just stressful. You can't just yep, come over. Yep. And, and I think this is what the woman was talking about you know there was a lot there's a lot of that going on but as as hard and like awful as this sounds I'm, I'm kind of saying the the hardships of it and I'm saying this as a single parent by the way so I, I've been through it I get it I've I've you know really gone through the whole um, motions of it but after you get out and you start seeing the light there's actually a lot of benefits to dating after I would divorce. think so and you know the first one being is that you're totally free. There is no... <laughs> You're free of that asshole or whoever. <laughs> well, and there's no, like, desperation. There's no, like... Um, I mean, some women have it, and I'll address that, too. But there's no, like, oh, my God, I have to hurry up and find my partner to have kids. There's no Yeah, that clock. is true. There's no clock anymore. You've got a kid already. There's no clock. You don't have to get married again. I've already done that. And I've you know who there. you are versus... 15, exactly. 20 years prior, you didn't. And mm-hmm. you've had a relationship. And whether, you know... Even though it didn't work, so to speak, you understand what it takes to be in a relationship, so you're not as selfish either. And that's another thing. When you have kids and you've been married, you can't be selfish. It's like it's like <laughs> you already were on a plane crash and you survived. So the next time, it's like, you know what? I'll handle it. Like, I, I yeah. got through it once. <laughs> totally yeah. not that I can do it again. Like, I know where the seatbelt is. No, it's the... true. Yeah. yeah. I think for a lot of people, it could work the opposite. They have a lot of guards up because if they don't do the work after their divorce to really work on themselves and, like, understand maybe why their right. marriage did fall apart, they can find themselves in the same situation again. But, but I would say most people now are working through 
yes. uh, their divorces. Yeah, but that's yeah. a, that's a really good point. Like you are less selfish. You you have no time to be selfish. Actually, no, you really that's don't. True. And so people receiving that relationship often say, like I've dated guys, like oh my god, like it's so nice to have a woman who's not like so into herself or yeah. you know conversely being with a guy who's a dad who understands responsibility right yeah. so um again there's a lot of things that you can benefit from here's the thing what i think that woman was struggling with especially when you're first out you still are trying to get back what was robbed right from you so she's trying to have that corrective experience so to speak of what was kind of taken away from her right it's like she wants that knight in shining armor she wants that relationship and she thinks that that's what should she should have right now what she really needed to do was take a step back and enjoy the process of getting there i always tell people you are you're going through a marathon you're not sprinting there's no way you can sprint to the finish line you're gonna get hurt you have to train and she wasn't willing to train at that point she just wanted because well, she's that. scared and, and i i get totally. that yeah completely well we have a couple of questions for analyze yeah. this um from from single parents um and i thought you would be a great person to help us answer these questions they're a little bit long they're stories so i will go slow um but are you guys ready for analyze this ready yeah. okay cool all right. Hey, love the podcast. It really helps me through the workday. Last summer, I asked at a coworker who never really had, who I never really had interaction with outside the office, but we always had a playful, flirty banter. Apparently, I wasn't clear in my intentions because she thought it was just as friends. It was awkward for a minute when I made a move, but she explained she wasn't interested. Long story short, since I was such a good sport about the rejection and we laughed it off, that sparked a friendship and we became best friends and an attraction grew for her too in the following months come to find out her main holdup was i am a single father 50 percent custody of my daughter and she never liked the idea of taking on the baggage of dating a guy in my situation we have now been dating off and on for a year the reason it is off and on is because we are continuously having to deal with her issues of mid-20s crisis and her not being where she thought she would be at this point in her life me being a single father and never wanting to get involved in that type of situation before her feelings that since i am not around the days I have my daughter, it is like being in a long-distance relationship for her. I have a great relationship with my daughter as well as the woman I have been dating separately. But since the stability does not exist in our dating relationship, I have not wanted to combine the two. The woman I have been dating has always told me she understands my viewpoint, but now she feels it has been long enough and wants to be part of my other life. She is not 21 anymore, and dating someone for a year seems like long enough. That's in quotations because that's what she says So the him. woman he's referring to is this girl that... He started dating for yeah. work, right? Right. That kind of confused me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. yeah. He went from like the, the girl woman, to the woman. woman. I'm like, what happened yeah. in those <laughs> paragraphs? She, grew she really up. She's not 21 anymore. So no, she's, she's not. She's a woman. So after the last time she took a break to think things over, I told her I did not want to get involved again until she was 100% sure she could accept my life and go at my pace. But here we are again. I know when it comes to my daughter, it is not fair to the woman I am dating that I'm not willing to bend. But what is your opinion? And do you have any advice? Thanks. G from Sacramento, California. I don't know how old... G is, mm-hmm. um, but but so she's not twenty one anymore. But she's in her twenties, so maybe she's twenty two now. Not a girl, now. not yet a woman. Yes, exactly. And how old is he? So that's the thing. I don't know how old he is with this child. That was but the, let's say mm-hmm. he's twenty nine, mm-hmm. for example. Okay, so he's twenty nine, maybe thirty. So what? So what do you think about what he's saying? He's okay. So I guess the main questions are: um, How does he handle this situation with this woman? She wants to be more a part of his 
inner circle and right. his life, but he doesn't want to bring her in until things are a little bit more stable with her. So how how does he make that happen and what does he do to balance that out? Yeah, and see, this is what I was talking about before in how people who don't have kids, they, they have a different pacing of the relationship. So right. they're at a different kind of pace and what they expect and how a relationship. Well, and she's too. What? And she's 22. And she's 22. Yeah, so she like wants to hang Completely. out with him every second. Oh, my so God. So when he's yeah. gone, she's obviously getting upset because she's like, I feel like I'm not even part of your life. Absolutely. Right. And quite honestly, she can. She can spend every second. She has, and what, you know, um, but the truth of the matter is he has a responsibility as a father and he cannot. Right. So they either have to negotiate together what, how, how can they kind of come halfway until mm-hmm. they, a middle ground so that they can um, feel comfortable and progressing in a way that feels comfortable for her and for him. But, you know, at the end of the day, they just may have different expectations and what they're wanting. And yeah. I don't even know if they've had a conversation about that. Like he may be just happy again because he's already been married and he has his kid. Just kind of having a partner in his life. Well, it sounds yeah. like he wants her to be more involved. It seems like she wants to be at bay, and he wants well, her to take no, on. No, his no, it's the more involved. She Wait, wants what? to get to know his daughter. She wants to know. Yeah, because before she broke up with him, and he was like, "Look, I don't trust you because this keeps happening. So I want to make sure this is a real thing, a hundred percent." And then he's like, "Should I basically bring those two things together, my daughter and this girl?" I think he's being. I think he's overthinking it. I think he has a girl who's interested in his daughter, which is one in a million, it seems like. But she broke up know. with him before. So I, this think, is like, I think because she's wishy-washy, this oh, girl, they keep breaking that up. That question confused me. I know. So it's, it's long. That's what happens with long stories. Long. I was trying yeah. to read it slow so you could get it. Well, I already read it at home, back, but I was still confused. I, I read it like three times Maybe to make sure I understood help. it. I know. I, I think it's important for him to know that she's 100% in before he introduces the daughter because I think that's what he was doing before, and that's probably smart. I think so, too. You know, it's like you don't know what's going to happen. And I think if they are going to move forward, obviously those two worlds need to be yeah, oh, for sure. I, I agree with what Kim was saying before that it takes communication first. I, yeah. I, for my advice to G is I don't know how old you are, but if you're like 24, 25, um, I think my advice it would still be the same, but it's going to be a little bit different. I think that you guys are in very different places mm-hmm. in your life right now. You have different priorities. She has different priorities. She wants to go out and like show off her boyfriend and flirt and make out at a bar. And she wants to like have you at her house at the end of the night and then text you at three o'clock in the morning. Like she right. wants all those 22 year old things, which is totally normal for her to do you on the other hand have different responsibilities and a different desire for your life so it needs compromise exactly what kim said and, and communication which means what does she need what do you need and how can you make it work for both of you so that's what you have to figure out together through a conversation that's non-attacking non-defensive um, and really open so that you can you can help this relationship move forward i would say give it two months after having this conversation and both of you are trying to give the other person what they need and what is acceptable for both of you and then if it if it seems wonderful then yes introduce her to your daughter absolutely well, and, and and to piggyback off of that just you know having kids myself and being a therapist there are tremendous psychological effects on kids yeah. when you introduce a significant other so he might be mindful of that and he's a little you know he's taking it at a pace that's going to feel comfortable so kudos to you yeah i mean exactly. it's great i think it's awesome that he's thinking like that and that he's the fact that she wants to dive in and if she's not thinking about that a she might not have the experience or the maturity or even just 
the desire yeah. to do that. Um, so that's you have to really consider the kid because I'm really child focused. And I'm sorry, you have a kid, you have to be child focused. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like he is. It sounds like there's more things that are going on where he's like, eh, I want to keep this woman separate for right now. Right. So when is the right time to introduce? You know, it's funny because I just I wrote a, a HuffPo article on this very issue nice. because I think it's you know very relevant. Um, I don't I, look. I'm in the. There's so many variables. I don't think there's like a right or wrong answer in terms of like you must wait six months and then transition to like no. There's no. It, there's so what I wrote in the article is that here's the variables like looking at the length of your marriage. Are there kids involved? What is the nature of the divorce? You know because there's really bad divorces where there's a lot a lot of heat and yeah. a lot of anger right. and that can really affect kids relationships. Um, what's your dating experience prior to the marriage? This is huge, actually. Somebody who has not had a lot of dating experience, and they've been in a marriage for 20-something years, and then they go back out and they have that transition romance, chances are that's not going to last. Right. Because they're just getting back out there. Like and little babies. Totally. Little calves. Completely. What? I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I, have, I have a really good born. friend of mine recently who was asking this question. She's been dating a guy for three months now. She's a single mother of two. And she was saying, you know, like they get along really well. And he had sat her down and he said, I totally understand. And he's amazing from everything she told me about him. They just like, they go hiking together. They go on trips. Like he's really putting in an effort. She's really putting in an effort. There's a, there's a definite connection there. They're on the same page. And he said to her, you know what? He's like, I would, I would love to spend more time with you. And I know that you have your family and you have to keep these things separate. Um, he's like, I'm not asking to meet your kids, although I would love to be a part of that world um but i would like to spend more time with you and from that conversation she started debating whether or not to introduce him to her kids and we talked about it and i said well it sounds like you're on the same page i I would say maybe in a group setting bring him around your kids not saying this is mommy's new boyfriend and you can tell me if you disagree this is the garbage man yeah exactly (laughs) he's kissing me for now anyway but then let him see what he thinks of the kids because he doesn't have children so he may be freaked out by it or Mm -hmm. i feel like if you take it if you stretch it out for too long then it's not really fair to the person you don't really get to see that full package that you're dating so i think if you're pretty serious about this person after three months and yes you've had your dating and you've had your fun and you're an experienced person so it's not just like some passion relationship I I would say three months is when you maybe have the introduction, but not introducing as your boyfriend. Mm -hmm. I would agree, but I'd I'd also kind of throw caution to the wind, is that if the two people have different ideas of what that relationship is, the number of months doesn't matter. That's true. Because you have to have a pretty solid foundation on where you're going with the relationship in order to introduce those kids. If you're just having fun and you're enjoying your relationship and you just want to date and keep it compartmentalized, not introduce the kids, so be it. You're yeah. both on the same page. But if you think you're going to move in with this person, you're going to be married. Yeah, I yeah, agree. For like, sure. Then you start slowly integrating. Hmm. For sure. Just okay. watch the movie Stepmom just like every night have it on TV. Be like, oh, no, I just really like this movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just getting you hint. used to the idea. Hint, hint. Hey, ladies. I heard of you guys via the Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew podcast and became an instant fan of yours. I'm 30 years old and I'm a full-time single parent of a four-year-old boy with autism. 
As if it wasn't hard enough to date while being a single parent, I have a little more on my plate by adding the element of autism into the mix. It seems as if when things are going good, the real questions start to come up about my son, like will he always be living with you? Does he always act this way? And a few others that can be both unsettling and hard to answer. I'm still on my search to find a girl I can share my life with, but wanted to get your thoughts on how I could come to share more details about my son and if there is really a perfect time to share. I definitely don't want to scare them away. Thank you so much. Love the show. And I'm listening to all 20 episodes from beginning to current. Mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mark. Aww. Nice. Oh, I feel for Mark. I, I mean, know. this is a tough situation. And, you know, it, it, whether it's he's dealing with this difficult situation with a child, we all, you know, everybody has stuff going on that may not be exactly great to share in the beginning of dating. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And I think my advice would be, um, it would be pacing of when you share, how you share it, and um, is this person somebody that is going to be long-term in your life that you feel comfortable divulging things. So um, I believe there's three phases in dating. It's almost like people deal with autism like they have autism. It's like it's mm-hmm. not. It's, but have you it ever been around be that, someone with severe autism? It's my cousin. It's it's really alarming. No, I know, but it. it's like you have to, yeah. I think, I don't know, step back and know that I don't know. Just it's just step back and deal with it in this capacity of I can handle this, even though you might take some time and leave and go have to deal with it on your own. Don't approach it with big bulging eyes and not not sure of. What I to agree say. with you, but at the, at the same time, there's it, just though. some people who are like, no, I don't want to deal with it. It's yeah, not, it's not my thing. No, right. of course, it's not my thing. Of course, but it's that's like it. don't be afraid to have the conversation about it. Right. And I guess that's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, and I agree with what Kim was saying. It's like take your time to share details, and you know, you you want to frame things in a positive light always. Like I like by even saying, you know what, it is tough at sometimes, but I love my child. He's freaking amazing. He's the most like amazing man who makes me realize so much about myself every single day. There's always a positive spin that you can have, and as the woman gets to know you more, and possibly gets your child, gets to know your child, then she can decide whether or not. That is for that's for her. Like that's how it's going to have to be, and it sucks that that's the process. But it's the same thing for dating, normal dating. It's, it's totally like you still no are different. taking your time. You're like, exactly. okay, well, he like farts all the time. Do I really want to be around that? <laughs> or he's like an arrogant asshole. Do I really want to? But like, there's other things that come into the mix. Um, I I have a friend who I think is also your friend, Sean Stevenson. Are you friends with him? Sean Sean Stevens, a motivational speaker. He's worked with Tony Robbins. He's amazing. He's one of my best friends. Um, And he is three feet tall, has brittle bone disease, and is in a wheelchair. And I was at his wedding last year, and he married the most amazing woman. And he dated a lot of girls before that. But he had said whenever he was dating, he said he would show these women who he was right away. They would pick him up because he couldn't drive. They would have to get his car seat because he needed a car seat in the car. They would have to take, like, his wheelchair. Like, he wanted to show them, listen, I'm super confident. I'm positive. I'm going to make this experience fun for you. But this will be your life. If you're on board, yeah. great. If you're not on board, There's no secrets then. Bite. At least people right. know. Right. Exactly. So I, I, to answer Mark's question, I think from all of us, we're all kind of saying the same thing. Like, you know, talk about your life. There's nothing wrong with talking about your life. Put a positive spin on it. And I it, think surprises are what scares people. Yes, exactly. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Coming. Yeah. Yeah. It's like three months later. Oh, by the way, I have a child and they're autistic. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I agree with you. Okay. So hopefully that answered your question, Mark. Okay. Uh, love your advice. I If I only I had it, had been reading it 20 years ago. Oh, this is a long this is one. Jesus. This is a novel. Oh, dear. Which yeah. one should I do? Okay. Actually, I'm going to read this next one. Hello, ladies. Oh, do we have enough time? Yeah, we've got enough time for more. 
I'll read it fast. Thank you for the show. You do a great job of mixing entertainment and enlightening conversation. I grew up in the UK until my mid-teens, then moved to the US with my family. I'm in my 20s now, attending university in the Northeast, and I'm faced with a unique situation with a girl I've gone out with a few times. We recently got a bit physical for the first time, and things got very weird. Long story short, she basically freaked out when she saw me naked. Turns out she's only been with men who are circumcised and have never seen a natural penis in her life. I've Talk about surprises. Yeah, I know, I've never seen a natural penis either. I have, and I want to talk about it. Go ahead. Okay. It got really weird. We stopped fooling around, and things have been off for us ever since. That was two weeks ago, and we've not fooled around. I've done some research, and I understand that most American guys over 20 are likely to be circumcised. I looked that up, and actually the World Health Organization has estimated that globally 30% of males age 15 and over are circumcised, with almost uh, 70% of men being them be- being Muslim. So 30% of males over the age of 18 are circumcised. Um, but, it, huh? So I don't want to start a debate on this, but I'm not willing to amputate the most sensitive part of my penis for a girl, no matter oh, how no. great she is. Oh I really like this girl, so I want to try and talk about it, but it's going to be all kinds of awkward. Any thoughts or suggestions? I really appreciate it. Chris. Hmm. Okay. She's dying over here. I'm not She's dying. Going- <laughs> no, I just think the first time I saw a natural penis, I it wasn't until like many dates in because when it's erect, you can't tell a difference actually if it's like, kind of oh. dark, especially if you're a couple drinks in. Right. So I think that when they're actually engaging in sex or whatever, it's harder to tell a difference. But I think when it is flaccid, or in, it can throw you off. However, you should never, darling, amputate any part of yourself. This is something that she needs to be 100% cool with if you're going to have a normal sex life. Yeah, Those educators uh, remind yeah. me the uncircumcised penises it remind me of that toy yes. that like keeps it's falling through your hands. Hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, there's like, no there's no oh beginning, no end. I've never seen one. When not live. Actually like happening, there's really not a ton of difference. When no, there's no, well, and, except for the schmegma. Don't talk about oh, schmegma. Isn't that no, what it's called? If, like, if you keep yourself clean, there's not going to be schmegma. Oh, God. Don't Google that, Well, then that, guys though, have to clean that. Then you should be cleaning your schmegma. I not even spell okay. that. Anyway. I have no idea. I thought I wasn't sure if that was like a Yiddish term or something. But no, yeah, so real. it is schmegma. Okay, so anyway, don't don't cut your penis off. That is our final on this, Chris. Do not cut your penis off. Um, if she has an issue with it, she has an issue with it. But you can talk to her about it and maybe educate her on how awesome this uncircumcised penis yeah, is. And it actually is. And the benefits on your end. Because I don't think girls realize that, you know, it's the most sensitive part, things like that. You know, yeah. they just look at it like, ooh. And so if you, if Literally. you just you tell know, them what it what actually is happening there, they might be more accepting of it. Yeah, maybe yeah it's research. no different than what you were saying before. Put a positive spin on it. Yeah. yeah. And if she's like not into it, it Literally. Like, find a girl something. who's going to love your penis because you want her to love it too. Exactly. So. And that is a great closing note for us. So thank you very much, Kim, for being with us. Do you thank want to tell you. people how to get in touch with you? Oh, sure. Well, you can go to my website. It's obviously the easiest. It's EliteImageMakeovers.com. You can email me, Kimberly, Ooh. at EliteImageMakeovers.com. I, like I want an Elite Image Makeover. Yeah. Come, come hither. We'll Good play. branding. No, and actually, you know, even if it's... You're not single, single. I work with all kinds of people just, just to feel good. Get get out there. And she's a very good coach. I've seen her. She's like very loving and attentive and like goes above and beyond. So yes, go check out that website. And thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. And so excited that Mo is back with us, our voice of man. Um, You can send questions in to ask at askwomenpodcast.com for Analyze This. You can go to our Twitter at askwomenpodcast. You can go to our website at askwomenpodcast.com. Our Instagram at (laughs) askwomenpod. And And everything uh, else. 
Gals. There. And you can check out new episodes of our show every Thursday, and we will see you. Oh, and one more thing. Go to our Amazon page, winggirlmethod.com slash Amazon, and go buy your Halloween costumes, because Kristen has chosen some very good costumes for you. Sexy and funny costumes. They're about to ruin your life. Yes, exactly. I got a pretty crazy one on Good conversation starters. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Ask Women podcast. Go to podcastone.com next week for a brand new show.